The hurt is the Lord's and the full of the earth. The world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the foot. Who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Who hath not lifted up his souls unto vanity? He swung the sea for He shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek thee, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gate. Thank you for our home. Thank you for our marriage. Thank you for our business. Thank you for our career. Father, we return all glory, we return all honor, we return all adoration unto your holy name this very day. Thank you for our life. Thank you for the past week. Lord, I want to say thank you for this month of August. We return all the glory, we return all the honor, we return all the adoration unto your holy name in the name of Jesus. As every one of you as you are coming online, can we all lift up our hand and let's worship our Lord, our God. Let's bless His holy name. Let's give Him thanks. Let's give Him praise. Let's worship Him. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. He is our Lord. He is our God. He is our hope. He is our sustainer. He is our defender. I want you to lift up your hand and worship His holy name. I want you to lift up your hand and bless His holy name this very day. I want you to lift up your hand and give him thanks, give him praise. Let's worship our Lord, our God. Let's bless his holy name. Let's return all glory, all honor, all adoration unto his holy name. Wherever you are joining me from, I want you to lift up your hand and say thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hand and bless his holy name. Lift up your hand and thank him, appreciate him. If not for our Lord, if not for our God, what will our Israel be saying? If God is not by your side, if God is not by my side, what will I be saying by now? What will you be saying by now? Lift up your hand and give him thanks. Lift up your hand and give him praise. For your family member, for this month of August that is gradually coming to an end, I want you to lift up your hand and give him all the praise. Give him all the honor, all the adoration. Let's appreciate him. Let's say thank you, Father. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor. My Lord, my God, we worship you. We worship you, we adore you. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are joining me from, wherever you are logging from all over the world, I want you to lift up your hand and appreciate God. The Lord God that preserve your life to this very present moment. The Lord God that keep preserve your family member to this very present moment. Why not just lift up your hand? And give him thanks. Lift up your hand and give him praise. Lift up your hand and say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my marriage. Thank you for my business. Thank you for my career. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my loved one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my children. Lift up your hand and appreciate him. He's worthy to be praised. He's our Lord. He's our God. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha, the Omega. Without Him, nothing. After Him, nothing. Without Him, nothing. After Him, nothing. Why not just lift up a hand and appreciate Him? Lift up a hand 
and bless his holy name. Lift up your hand and give him all the praise. Give him all the honor. Let's appreciate him. Let's adore him. Let's say thank you, Jesus. Father, we worship you. Lord, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. My Lord, my God, we say thank you. My Lord, my God, we give you praise. 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 Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, I can hear you. Say, Father, say as I have come before you today. Say, I decree, I declare, open heaven upon my life, upon my marriage, upon my business, upon my career. In the name of Jesus, say, I decree, I declare, open heaven upon my marriage. In the name of Jesus, can we begin to decree and declare open heaven upon each and every one of us? As you come online today, let's decree and declare open heaven in the name of Jesus. Open heaven upon us, upon our loved one. Open heaven, open heaven, open heaven, open heaven. Heavens of ease, heavens of testimony. Father, let it open upon us in the name of Jesus. Let heaven open upon me. Heavens of divine encounter, my Lord, my God, let it open, 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 let it open. Thank you, mighty Father. Jesus' name we pray. Say, oh Lord, my God, I can't hear you, my brother. I can't hear you, my sister. Can we all say it together? Say, oh Lord, my God, say today, face it me, face it my home. Face it, my marriage, in the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, my God, say today, face it me. Face it, my home, face it, my marriage, face it, my business, face it, my career. Can we all declare and declare, let the Lord God visit us today, in the name of Jesus. Let the Lord God visit us, our home, our marriage, our business, our career. Say, Father, face it me today, in the name of Jesus. My Lord, my God, face it me. Face it me, O Lord. 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 As the Lord to face it you, in the name of Jesus. As the Lord to face it you, your home, your marriage, your business, your career. Say, Father, face it me, in the name of Jesus. Face it me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Face it me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Face it me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Decree and declare. Let the Lord face it you. In the name of Jesus, say, My Lord, my God, face it me, face it me, O Lord, face it my home, face it my marriage, face it my business, face it my career. Thank you, mighty Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Our Lord, our God, want to say thank you for today. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for our home. Thank you for our marriage. Thank you for our business. Thank you for our career. Father, I want to say thank you for the past one week. Thank you for your hand of love that is upon us. Thank you for your hand of love that is upon our family. Thank you for your hand of love that is upon each and every one of us. To you be all the glory. Father, I want to say thank you for counting us our marriage worthy for your divine visitation. Because I know, according to your word, you say you have not asked the house of Jacob to seek you in vain. 
throughout from the beginning of this month, we are becoming every Saturday, every Sunday to seek your face concerning our marriage. And I know because you, in your word, I said that you have not asked us to seek you in vain. Every marriage, every marriage, every marriage, every marriage that is watching, every home that you are watching from, everyone, male or female, every husband, every wife online right now, everyone that you are listening, you represent your marriage. Every marriage represented online right now. I ask for divine visitation in the name of Jesus. 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 The Lord will visit your home. The Lord will visit your marriage. Every crooked places, every crooked things in your marriage. Every crooked place, every crooked things in your marriage. The Lord will make it straight in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make it straight in the name of Jesus. That shall be divine provision. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name. We give you praise. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Praise ye the Lord. Once again, I welcome each and every one of us to today's Sunday service. Happy Sunday to every one of us. May the Lord God bless you in the name of Jesus. I want to say a big thank you to every one of you who have been coming online all the time, all our administration. Amen. May the Lord God bless you, bless your home, bless your work. May the Lord God bless everything that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. And I want to say a big thank you to my wife who have been taking us from the 5th of this month, all the Saturdays, restoring family prayer altar where we gather together to pray for our family. And uh, in the past four weeks, on the 5th, on the 12th, on the 19th, on the 6th, she had been leading prayer concerning our marriage. The theme for the Saturdays for this month is fight for your marriage. Fight for your marriage. On the 5th, the first Saturday, we prayed, she led us in prayer in Arise, O Lord, and visit my marriage. The second Saturday, deliverance from delay, postpone testimony. And uh, the third Saturday, possessing your marital possession. That means possessing the breakthrough, the testimony of your marriage. And uh, last Saturday for this month, that was yesterday, the 26th, she took us on anointing for total deliverance in our marriage. Anointing for total deliverance in our marriage. Praise the Lord. And all the Sundays, all the Saturday, it was fight for your marriage. And uh, it has been prayer, prayer, prayer. But on Sundays, she took us on what the, the team is building a blissful marriage. Sunday this month, the team is building a blissful marriage. Building a blissful marriage. The first Sunday on the seas, manage your marriage. How to manage our marriage. That means how to manage each other. Praise the Lord. If I don't know, if I don't learn how to manage my wife, if my wife did not know how to manage me, there will always be a crash. Amen. We say we not work out well, but we must learn how to manage each other. Managing each other means you manage your marriage. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. On the second Sunday, the title is Exposing Marriage Destroyers. 
Marriage destroyers are not wish are not only witchcraft. Some people when they hear marriage destroyer, they what always come to their mind is um, the strange woman. Oh, that's a girl that is running after my husband. Oh, my husband girlfriend. No, those one are the least. Those one they are the least. Those one are the least. Without them, if we don't manage. If we don't look at the other one, those little, little, we call them little, little, but they can burn a whole house down. Praise the Lord, like anger. Anger is one of those things that can crash a marriage. Lack of proper communication. Lack of proper communication. Can, can scatter a whole nation, not only a marriage. A marriage. Lack of proper communication. When somebody is speaking and you don't understand, amen. I remember sometimes ago, I wanted to send a letter to somebody and I wrote the letter and put some scripture into it. And I sent it to somebody to preview for me. Oh, I said, no, pastor, don't send this letter. I said, why? He said, when I was reading it, because I know you, I was able to interpret your mind. He said, but another person will give it another meaning entirely. He said, I don't know. I just put down my mind. He said no. <laughs> because for every scripture, for every scripture, people can interpret it in millions of ways. Praise the Lord. So, exposing marriage destroyer. What are those things in our home? What are those things in my life? What are those things in your life that can scatter, that can destroy our marriage? When we put all those things in place, when we when we work on them, when we work on those things within, those things outside will be far away. Marriage destroyers. What are those in our house that can destroy our own marriage? When we shake them, when we put them to where they belong, external forces will not have way. If there is anger, if there is manly, if I'm bitter against my wife, if we don't have a proper communication, that is when I will go out. I will see somebody. That is when something will entice me. That is when somebody will give me something that because there's bitterness at home and I'm looking for joy. That is when anybody that provides that joy for me at outside, I will click on I will go to, to any length. That is the price for the in-out. But if there's this saying about, about our my parent, he said, when you feel a child, a child is hungry, let him eat to the point that the child is not able to stand up. It will be difficult for that child to go outside and steal food. But if a child is hungry, he will go outside. When he sees food, he may be tempted to steal it. Praise the Lord. When you, when you nearly injured, let me use that language, when you nearly injured that man, eh, for that thing inside the, inside the inner room, that the man has to beg you to escape out. Ah, you be. What did you want outside again? <laughs> what did you want outside again? But when the man is hungry for that thing, and it's not available, and somebody is giving him free of charge outside, ah, if if he's going to pay price for it, he's hungry. Praise the Lord. So those are what my wife thought. Uh, talk about on the 13 exposing marriage destroyer, and last week the 28th forgiveness in marriage, forgiveness. When we don't forgive, is one of the things that 
that destroy marriage. You offend me. I begin to bottle them up. And I begin to take stock of all your offense. Last week, last month, two months ago, ah, hey, forgiveness in marriage. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. May the Lord God bless you, man. This month has been a fruitful month for our marriage. I believe we will be able to go back. Let's go over our notes. Let's go over the message and um, where we need to do correction, where we need to make amendment. Let's make amendments. The Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Today being the last Sunday of the month, I have to take permission to take today's uh, topic. Building a blissful marriage. And today we are looking at the place of family altar. The place of family altar. The place of family altar. Holy Spirit, as we come before you this hour, I ask that you breathe upon us. Open our eyes of understanding. What we need to know, what we need to learn, what we need to see about our life, about our marriage. Lord, open it unto us. Let your word come expressly. Let it come with power. Let it liberate us. Let it bring healing. Let it bring restoration. Let it bring and shake whatever needs to be shaken out of our home. And at the end, Lord, let your peace reign upon our marriage. Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I'm going to start from the vision of this ministry. The vision of this ministry. For those of us who are joining us for the very first time, this is Pray Good Network. And the vision of this ministry is raising, restoring, and sustaining, sustaining effective prayer altar. Number one, raising. Number two, restoring. Number three, sustaining. Again, racing. Somebody say racing. Somebody say racing. Number two, say restoring. I can't hear you say restoring. Then number three, sustaining. Can we take it again? Say racing. Say restoring. Say sustaining. Praise the Lord. So these are the three things that God put together. Why we must always come together. Number one, to raise, to restore, and to sustain effective prayer altar there are many prayer altar that are not effective a drug is effective when it is useful when you use it and you have the effect you have the result so there are some prayer altar that are they are no longer effective so what do we do we do to them we see how we can restore them when they raise them they are effective but some things happen and they are no longer effective so we need to restore them that was the thing that happened on the on the on the mountain where Elijah put down every altar and what happened? The Bible said he rebuilt the altar. The altar was there before, but the altar of the Almighty God was no longer effective. So what happened? He did what? He restored it. Praise the Lord. But perversion, there is no altar in your life. We need to raise. You need to raise one. There must be one. There must be one. There must be one. What is an altar? What is an altar? An altar, the simple definition of an altar is just a meeting point. The place of meeting. That point where you and your God, you always come to meet. Praise the Lord. When you go to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, God, after the creation, Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 2, after God had created Adam, and God said, just stay, 
do everything um, look uh, be uh, look after the garden what happened the bible said at the cool of the day in the evening in the evening god will always come to work with him but one particular evening the lord god show up and god now asked adam 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 where are you my question is this does it mean that god did not see adam Adam answered, here am I, I am hiding. So does it mean that God did not know that Adam was hiding? Does it mean that God did not know that Adam was in that place? No. No. What happened is this. There is a meeting place that we must always meet. When you are not there, when you are not in that place that we must meet, at that right time, Hear me, sir. Hear me, man. There's nothing the meeting cannot hold. There's no agenda. The agenda cannot hold. Whatever we need to discuss, whatever, whatever we need to do, it will not hold. If we talk outside, it is outside. Should I repeat myself again? Those of us who are, those of you, sir, man, who are members of board of trustee, members of a um, uh, board of any organization, you have captains of industry, you know this very well. There's a time that the management level, uh, those people at the management level, that you must come together and meet. And there's a place that you must meet. It may be every month, it may be every quarter, it may be once uh, after say, six, six months. And there's a place. Those of us who are members of the management level, if we meet outside, two or three, for example, you are five in numbers. And the theory of you you met, you discussed on an issue. Hear me, sir. Hear me, man. It's not going to go into the agenda of the company. What you have discussed is outside the jurisdiction of that organization. So it's not binding on that organization. You can take it and go and um, establish it, manifest it in your own department. But it is not binding on the totality of the organization. You know why? Because we did not meet at the right place and we did not meet at the right time. There's a place, the boardroom, where we always have meeting. In that boardroom, whatever decision anyone takes there, it is binding upon the organization. It is binding upon every member of that company. Praise the Lord. My sister, Sister Mabu, am I right? Praise the Lord. So, if anyone, if the staff, if they manage some of those money uh, man, on the managerial level, if they should meet outside and they talk and they cancel, it is not binding on the organization. You just discuss. You just discuss. You just have a, what do you call it, a fine time for yourself. But when you now come to the place where we agree and the time that we agree, Whatever you say, whatever you do at that time, it is binding. Every Sunday, 12 o'clock, I must come online. According to the mandate given unto me, every Thursday, every Friday, I must come online. I have a pastor that called me during the prayer of Alan. He wanted to come and minister to us. Here, Mr. Yama, I have been running after this man. How many years now? Almost about three years. I'll be running. He's a man of God. He's a prophet to the core. He's an international prophet. A minister, a minister in power. 
He had been, when I gave my life to Christ, this man taught me some, some, some spiritual things that up to today, I'm still using it. I'm still, I'm, I'm still express, I'm still, I see, I'm still using it as a key to open to some, some mysteries. Just information. My brother, when, when things are like this, you don't do like this, you don't do like this, you don't do like this. And when it is like this, this is what you will do. Sometimes when I see some ministers running into some things, I just laugh. Sometimes I cause those who are close to me, I say, no, you don't do it this way. Why not go and do this way? They say, no, it will go like this. I say, if you go like this, this is going to be the result. Some of them have gone that way. And they have the result. And they come back, how did you know? I just laughed. A man told me some years ago. Close to 20 years now. That was the same man during the prayer avalanche. He wanted to come and minister. But this time did not will not work out for 12 o'clock. So it was like, can you shift it to 3 o'clock? I can't shift it to 3 o'clock. It is it is so painful to me. I would have loved him to just come by all means to minister. But his own timing that we work out is like maybe anything from 3 o'clock downward. If I should come at that 3 o'clock, it is no longer the mandate of heaven for this ministry. Because at that time, God did not ask me to call. God said, come, 12 noon, Nigeria time. So if I bring him, he can minister. But is he the one to, to enforce the healing? Is he the one to enforce the prayer, the answer prayer? No, it is God. So at that time, we come, but we were outside the time, the jurisdiction after the time. What am I saying? The place of altar is a place where you meet with your God. All other places you can talk. All other places you can do anything you like. You may have results, you may not have results. It is not binding on you. It is not binding on the host of heaven. It is not binding on the angels to carry out the assignment for you. But when you come to the place of altar, where you have meeting with God, the moment you come there, and heaven is available, God is there, whatever prayer you pray, whatever decision you take on that prayer altar, because it is no longer only you, it is you and God, it is binding on you. It is binding on people that are around there. It is binding on everything that concerns it. So when you have a family, because I'm going to narrow it down to family. I'm going to narrow it down to family altar. When you have an altar in your family, that is the meeting place for every member of that family and the God of the family. Let me put it that way. The God of the family. So it's not left for you to now choose who is the God of your family. But I know, as every one of you are listening to me right now, the God over your family is the one, the only true God. Do you have a prayer altar in your family? I'm going to share with us some of the benefits. And when you don't have it, the disadvantage. I'm not talking about congregation. Praying the Good Network, the altar of Praying the Good Network is a congregational altar congregational altar where every one of us will gather together to worship God, to serve God. That's a congregation. There's a personal altar 
Pastor Naota, it is only me and my God. My wife is not involved. That is when I pray alone with my God. That is when my wife pray alone with her God. Pasana prayer altar. Sister Mabu, can you say Pasana prayer altar? That is when it is only you and your God. Then we now have Marita prayer altar. Say Marita prayer altar. Somebody online, can you answer me? Say Marita prayer altar. Say number one, Pasana altar. Number two, say Marita altar. What is Marita altar? Marita altar is another altar in the family. Another meeting place that is only between two people. The husband and the wife. The children are not involved. Mm -mm. The children are not involved. Marita prayer altar. The children are not involved. You know why? There are some decisions, there are some things that you must take on the, that you must declare and declare on the prayer altar. If your children are involved, they will negate it. Your children that do something and you don't want it and you declare that this is spiritual and they love it. We should bring your children together and you are praying. As you are praying, they will be counseled it in their mind. Are you together now? Those of you on the altar, are you together? You are no longer together. There is division. You and your wife, you and your husband, you are together. But your children, they do not agree with you. So that kind of prayer is not going anywhere. So it's only you and your wife, only you and your husband. Very effective. I mean it, very effective. Very dangerous. I repeat again, very effective, very dangerous. Then the third one in the family is that family prayer altar. Family prayer altar. That is where I'm going to limit all my teaching this morning. Family prayer altar. What is family prayer altar? Every member of the family. Everyone inside your house. You as a man, your wife, your children. If you have people living with you, they must join. Your cousin must join. Your auntie must join. Anyone living under your roof. I've seen some people, they will establish family prayer altar, but when they are doing having that family prayer altar, the mommy, the daddy, and the children, the auntie will be sleeping. Ah. You are having family prayer altar where you decree concerning the house. And there's a stranger sleeping. When you finish that prayer, she will bring pollution to the house. When she when you people decree and declare, you finish. And she just wake up. She come. When she's come and she just doing a rapper like this. Ah, hello, how are you people doing? You know what she's doing? Whatever you have decreed, she scattered them. So everyone, everyone must join. Everyone must be part of it. If you are not going to be part of it, you don't stay. That is family prayer altar. Let's not forget. I said, an altar is a place where humanity you and I, we the living soul, where we commune, where we meet with our God, that is that place. You have one. It doesn't mean that you now raise, you now have, eh, eh. but do you have that spot? Do you have that place? You don't have. It is dangerous. It is biblical. When you study the, the, the life of Abraham, Abraham was the very first person that that talk about that that that, that race altars. Noah, 
after after the the what do you call it after the the lord destroyed the whole world and um noah's life was preserved the bible said and he raised an altar unto the living god genesis uh, chapter 8 genesis chapter 9 but after that when it was time for abraham Abraham, according to the Bible, when you start the whole Bible, Abraham was the very first person that raised an altar for his family. An altar for his family. Praise the Lord. When you have the when you study the whole Bible, there are many scriptures where God encouraged every one of us to have a family altar. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. Can we write the scripture down? We may not be able to read everything, but let's write down. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. John 4, 19 to 24. John 4, 19 to 24. Matthew 6, 5 to 13. Matthew 6, 5 to 13. Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 17. Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 17. Shall I give us one more? 2 Timothy 1 and 5, 1 verse 5, and 2 Timothy 3 15. First, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. 2 Timothy 3 15. We read one or two scriptures there. I'm going to take one from the Old Testament and one from the New Testament. Let me take the old, the scripture again. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. John 4, 19 to 24. Matthew 6, 5 to 13. Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 17. 2 Timothy 1, verse 5. 2 Timothy 3, 15. 2 Timothy 1, verse 5. 2 Timothy 3, verse 15. Praise the Lord. Hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. I'm going to balance it. I'm going to take scripture from Old Testament and we read from New Testament. The one of the New Testament, I will try to quote what our Lord Jesus Christ said. Let's look at the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. This is God talking to us. Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. Therefore, shall ye lay up this word, that means my word, you should put it in your heart and in your soul and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes, Verse 19, and you shall teach them, you shall teach them your children. Speaking of them, when thou seated in your house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up, verse 20, and thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of your house and upon thy gate. Verse 21. If you do all this, what will happen? That your days may be multiplied. And the days of your children in the land which the Lord God has sworn to your fathers to give them as the days of heaven of the days 
of heaven upon the earth. God is asking us, God is demanding from me and you that his word, we should do what? We should speak to our children, we should teach them to our children. All our children, wherever they are, we should teach the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Not only New Testament. Not only Old Testament. The totality of the word of God. You should teach them to your children in your house. When you are speaking to them, speak the word of God to them. When you people are sitting down, don't just sit down and be gissing. You sit down, you are watching African magic from morning to night. You never share scripture. You never talk about scripture. You never talk about the word of God. You never talk about what God is saying about you, about your family. Your children do not know what the God is saying. You No, 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 no. The Bible says, when you are sitting down in your house, talk about the Bible. When you are your children, when you are walking on the road, you and your son, when you are walking, you and your daughter, when you are cooking in the kitchen, share, tell your children about the word of God. When you lie down, when you are about to sleep, read the word of God. Talk about the word of God. When you rise up in the morning, talk about the word of God. Write it upon the doorpost of your house. The word of God, the scripture, what the God is saying. And upon thy gate. I keep telling people, technology is good. But if you don't, if you don't put a limit to it, if you don't put a boundary to technology in your house, it is that the technology that will ruin that house. A life without limit, that you do not put limit, it is that technology that will, that will ruin the life. From morning to night, African magic. I have nothing against it. To the glory of God, I have one in my house. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But there must be limit. For everything good, there's always the side, the side effect of it. If you don't watch, even the food we eat, the water we drink, if you drink water too much, it's going to be a problem. If you eat too much, you can't breathe, the stomach will be paining you. This technology, this phone, this uh, pay TV, I don't know the name of your own, the pay TV, the, the station you watch, the technology, the internet, if you don't learn to put limit to it in your family, they will take the place of God. The time that you're supposed to have fellowship together, the time that you're supposed to sit down together, the time that you're supposed to work together, the time that you're supposed to commune together, so that you can teach your children the word of God, technology will take over. That is when there will be one particular uh, 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 program you want to listen to. That is when you'll be busy browsing on your phone. But the Lord said, when you are walking, when you are sitting down together in your house, teach them to get to your children. You teach your children in the place of altar. If there is no altar in your house, there is no way you can teach them. Many people, the TV in the house has become, the TV in the house has become the altar where everybody gather. The TV in your house. I tell you, many people, listen to me, when I enter your house, when I see the attention of people, I know who is your God. Many people, the TV has become their God. 
the television has become their god. Many people, the, 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 their phone has become their god. Your god is who you spend most of your time. Your god is who you dedicate your life, your heart to. What did you dedicate your heart to? When I enter your house, and your children are so busy and gross with the TV, I've seen a house that did that TV is their god. Even when you are praying with them, they are using one eyes to be watching the TV. In their mind, Pastor, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. You see them, you see them. I see a family who don't have a, a who don't have a regular prayer altar. I see a family who their all um, who their altar prayer have been broken down. I see a family who don't have effective prayer altar. I don't abuse government. They do something sometimes that is so painful that I don't like. But I don't abuse them. I don't condemn them. You know why I don't condemn them? The government, whosoever is ruling a nation, is the reflection of the family, each family. That, gov that government, that governor, that president came out from a family. I'm a free man now. I'm happily married. So I stand on my own. I feed myself. My family did not feed me. I don't depend on parents. I don't depend on brother. But there are some things I can't do. There are some things I can't do. I'm always as old as I am. There are some things I can't do. My conscience will not allow me. Because my sister must not hear. My brother must not hear. My old mother must not hear. My family must not hear. Why? Because there's a place, that's how they train us. That's how they brought us, they raised us up. If you raise your children, you see technology, you see TV, you see this, you see that, to raise them, and you abandon the things of God. Can we go back to that scripture? Can we go back to that scripture? Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. 21. That your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land. If you don't teach your children the word of God and you can only teach them and it will be effective in their life. If there is effective prayer altar in your life, in that family, if there is no effective prayer altar, there is no way you can teach them. Many of you, you send your children to the best school, you pay millions of money on them. But when it comes to the things of spiritual, you neglect your children. I am so, so, so sorry for your old age. Shall I repeat myself again? I am so, so sorry for your old age. If you take them, listen, the education you are giving them is the things of the world. You agree, you don't agree. The education you are giving them. I was on Facebook during the week and I saw something. For like five minutes, I was looking at it. It's not that maybe I, I'm being enticed or maybe I'm being, uh, maybe manipulation. But I was deep in thinking about what I saw. Seven years old boy. Seven years. The boy, the age was there. The boy age was seven years. And he was making divination what um, uh, the, the Yoruba tribe of, um, uh, of uh, Nigeria, what they call Ifa, divination. 
the guy was making divination and he was speaking their language. He was so, you will see the way the guy was doing that divination. He was doing it like an adult. He closed his eyes, he was doing it. He got to a point, the boy was vibrating. He was doing it, he was vibrating. He was making incantation. He was speaking some things. I was so deep. I was so deep into thinking about it. How old did I call the boy? Not out of 10 years. This boy is in primary school. This boy may be in, the, in, my, in my daughter's class. This boy may be in my, my, in my son's class. Boys, they play ball together. They rob men together. This boy that is less than 10 years that have been intoxicated by the spirit of divination he was doing it he was he closed his eyes he was doing it he he was doing the divination and he was saying it you know that it's not that they put it in his brain you know that it is in his blood and he was saying it he was giving he was giving cancer he was giving uh divination he was he was making enchantment i said wow this boy age will be in my my last, my, my twins, my last uh, children, will be in their class of their age. Here, this boy of this age is making divination like this. And my, they will be in the, it will be in the class of my son. Did my son have the fire to contend with this? To match with this boy? Not to subdue this boy? If my son did not have that fire, I'm in trouble. Less than 10. And gross in divination. And I have a son of that age. And this guy is in a, in a school, primary school. My own son is in primary school. What a vow if they are in the same class. Did I know all those people in that class? Did I know their foundation? If your son is in the same class with that kind of child, who have been indoctrinated, who have been, who have been baptized, into things like that, you are in trouble. All the education, all the knowledge, he will turn it, he will just blow, he will just blow your into it. He will just blow your into it. And the problem of this thing is this. They do some things today that the result is not going to be, is not going to be now. It may be in the next 10 years, it may be in the, it may be in the next 20 years. When the problem now arises, you and I will be tracing it, we will not be able to know this. Something that has happened 20 years ago. That is why God said, in your house, you must have a prayer, effective prayer altar for family. Where you teach the word, my word to your children there. Where you pray together. If you don't have, and you are sending your children to the best school, I am sorry for you. I am sorry for your old age. He said, that your days may be multiplied. You live your full age. Your children live their full age. If you don't have things like that, where in the when they are sitting down, when they rise up, when you are eating together, whatever you are doing together, where you will be able to pass the word of God unto them. My sister, my brother, as a parent, you have missed it too. No matter the level of education you gave your children, no matter how you spend on them. You have missed it. The only time you spend, you say you send your children uh, the, to is Sunday during Sunday service. Children, children school, children class in your church where they will spend uh, two hours 
out of the two hours, one hour they use it to play. It's only one hour they use to teach the world. Just one hour. Till next week again. And your children will be with occult, deep occultic people in your house. When you don't even have the fire. I think I will only leave the foundation today. When I saw that video, I was for more than, more than 30 minutes. I was telling myself, where have I missed it? That was why I was angry with this boy yesterday. He would not know. <laughs> when my wife was, was online, it was doing another thing. If I, if I was you, I've, I've seen something outside. I've seen something outside. If the fire in the life of my son cannot match with that one, please, what will happen to my son in, the, in his class? And you know all these guys, you don't see them. You, it is in those days you see them carry one sack, carry the two, they wear the best clothes, they dress properly, they, they attend the same school. Do you have family payout in your house? Do you have? Sister Mibe, Sister Mabu, do you have? Hello, Sister Daniel, can you hear me? Do you have a family where you, or is it only you? That's one of the problems of all of you, mothers. Mothers, you are always spiritual, but your children are not spiritual. Yeah, and pray for my children. There's a place your prayer will walk to. There's a place that is what is in your son that will walk. All of you that are mothers online, including my wife, you are always spiritual. As you are spiritual, is your children spiritual? When was the last time you gathered them together and prayed with them? When was the last time you gathered together and shared the word of God together? The place of family prayer altar. I will lay the foundation today because of our time. We will come back next week. Let's look at what Jesus Christ said. Let's look at what Jesus Christ said. Many of us will believe that, oh, yeah, she will go to church every Sunday. The church you go to every Sunday. And your children spend 99.9% of their time in the school. Church will not build us. It is the house that will build us. I was telling, I was, I was telling somebody during the week. I said, if you get it right in the family, we will get it right in the church. When we get it right in the church, in the spiritual uh, uh, places, we get it right in the nation. Any nation that have missed it, go and check the religious people, the church, the pastor, the prophet, the apostle, they have missed it. I can say it. Quote me. All our fathers in Nigeria, they have missed it. All our fathers. All our fathers, without holding them any apology. They have missed it in Nigeria. You are a leader. You are a prophet. You are afraid to face the government. When the Bible said the government of the nation will be upon our shoulder, you cannot face them when the tithe and offering and the money they have used it to shock your mouth. Our fathers, they have missed it. The church have missed it. That is why you see corruption, pollution in the nation. And the church miss it because we miss it in the family. So the church is not going to set it right. We, as a parent, we must follow us set it right first in the house. When you set it right in the house, 
when the altar of prayer in their family, when it is hot, we come to the church. When we come to the church, I am boiling. I am on fire for God. Your family is, is on fire for God. This family is on fire for God. The whole people were on fire for God. The pastor will poke his belt and tight it very well. But because your pastor know that whatever I give you is what you receive, even when I give you wrong thing, you carry you run you run with it. But when your family, when your family is on fire, when my family is on fire, when all of us when I, when we are when we are on fire, the pastor know when we are on fire. He will do the right thing. And when our, all our fathers, when all the churches are doing the right thing, the nation will progress. Because those in authority, those in the high places, they will be afraid. You see? The corruption in the, on, on top in the nation. Do you see how it flows down to the family? But until, let's not deceive ourselves, until you put it right in your family, until I put it right in my family, until every one of us put it right in our family, the corruption will continue. The corruption will continue. The corruption will continue. I ask you again, do you have effective prayer altar in your family where we meet? I round up with this. Jesus Christ said, Matthew 6, 5 to 13, When thou prayest, thou shalt not be as hypocrite. Ah, Hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. All of us that go to church, when you are in church, hey, ha, hey, ha, hey, ha, hey, ha, hey, ha. You just, people, you just want people to see you. No. He said, for they have their reward. Now listen, Jesus has said, but when you pray, enter into your closet, your family prayer altar. When you pray, enter into your closet. Shut the door. Shut the window. When you shut the door, where is that? Is that not your family? Family prayer altar. He now said, when you have shut the door, pray to the Father, which is in secret. You see God in secret for your family because God is in secret. And your father in secret shall reward you openly. When you shut the door, you and your family on that family prayer altar. You seek the face of God and the Bible said, the God that is in secret, because you are seeking him in secret, he said, he will reward you openly, he will bless you openly. That is when, when your children, when they are coming out of that, you have, you have, you have cooked them, you have fried them, you have, you have boiled them, mention it, you have microwaved them, you have uh, deep fried them, mention it, they are on fire, they, they have turned to fire, they are burning. When they go out, no occultic side we even want to play with your children. No way what side we even want to play with your children. One of my children came home, which one of them? Sometimes ago. And he was talking, he said, we went to a place and uh, maybe for exam or something like that. And I don't know who I'm on there. He said, and uh, maybe the teacher of this man said, are you a pastor side? Who am I on there? He said, are you a pastor side? He said, am I? Yes. He said, I know. I know. Why will you not know? Are you a pastor child? I just laughed. I said I didn't know. But me, I know. Because hear me, Sahiama. When those who are in your courtesy, when they see those who are cook, they know that this one is cook. Character-wise, they know this one is cook. 
No pressure will push them. They know this one is cook. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the eating do for the that that thing that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knows what ye have need of before you ask him. When you pray, leave the church. Start from your house. Close the door. Do you have one? Do you have when you pray with your children? Do you have time that you study the Bible together with your children? Many of you mothers in the house, I hold you no apology this morning. You have bread, you have ears, you have amingo, you have woman here, you have ears that worth how many? Thousands, thousands of naira, thousands of dollars. But your Bible, your children did not have a good Bible. Shame on you. I owe you no apology. You have a good ear, your ring, your makeup. But your children did not have hard copy Bible. And Pastor, I bought it. I bought one for him. He turned it and he threw it away. Buy another one. You used to buy books for him every session. Buy one for him. When your son did not see you reading Bible, how will he read Bible? Let your son see you reading Bible. Then he will start reading it. Let your son read it. You appreciating the word of God. He will appreciate it. My last, my, my twins, they learn how to speak by mimicking me. How? They see me on this on this recording table then. They are since like two years old. And they, when I come online, praise the Lord, praise the living Jesus. Let's begin to appreciate our Lord, our God. When my twins, the girl, when he started speaking, what was her first say? Praise the Lord, praise the living Jesus. That was her first statement. And when people are not there, she'll come to the table and she'll begin to, the way I was talking, she'll begin to talk, she'll begin to talk. We don't hear it. The only thing we hear is praise the Lord, praise the living Jesus. Did your, can, did your children see you praying? I still have the picture of uh, the... I think I sent it to you to you during the week. When... I think less than two years. Sitting on the chair. Put her hand on his head. And... He, they saw me doing it. They thought that they are, mim they, are, they are trying to mimic me. But it has entered into their blood. They are not doing it. What do your children see you doing? Watching TV. So they continue with that TV. Don't forget your children will go out to the world. Don't forget your children will go out and they will meet with occultic children like that child, seven years old, less than ten, who have been battered in occultism. What do your children see you doing? What is the altar in your house? Many people, the TV in the house is altar. That is where you people gather together to. My children know me. Sometimes deliberately, I ask them to switch off the TV. I'm wicked. Yes, tell me that I'm wicked. Switch off the TV. Sometimes I refuse to pay the, the, the something. I refuse for a month, for two months. I won't pay. It's not that I don't have money to pay for that uh, TV. I have the money to pay, but I just decide not to pay. When I don't pay, there's nothing that you will watch. Then you will be forced to take your Bible and read. Eh? I will forever appreciate my mother 
till Jesus will come. Spiritually, my mother built me up. Morning prayer, midnight prayer, fasting, those three things. My mother, she break my head, put them into it. Early morning, five o'clock. If it's rain, if it's rain, fire, if it rain, brimstone, five o'clock, my mother will send me out of the house. Five o'clock in the morning. I was still in primary school there. I will weep, I will cry, say no. Fasting, midnight, three o'clock. My mother told me that anything that you can, any problem that you cannot solve, just wait till midnight. When it is midnight, knee down, just be crying for mercy. Oh Lord, by your mercy, help me sort out this problem. And it's working for me. Midnight. I was see a small boy in primary school where my mother taught me that. The woman will force me to wake up in the midnight and pray. Only one thing. The woman is, is requesting from me now. He said, just make sure that your children know God the way I put you through. Help me. <laughs> she's old now. But she's, anytime she said, help me. Especially your first child. Let her know God. When she know God, everybody will face problem. When we face problem, she know God. She already know God. She know that God will bring her out. So she will not join the world. I can sit throughout the whole night. I can be on my knee throughout the whole night. I no move. There is no problem that comes. I just look at them. I'm waiting for the night hour to come. It's what my mother planted in me before I saw it in the Bible. When night hour come, I knelt down. I saw. I sort it out with God, and there was. I always have results. Here, Mister Hammer, it is not the prayer I pray online. That God is. I sort out some things in the midnight before I come online. He reveals some things in, for me in the midnight. So I only come online to share what. He said, when you pray, shut the door. Hello, ma. The way you are going to church, the way you are running after God for your children. Do you carry your children along? Did your children have, did your children have Bible? Every parent, go and share your Bible. If your, parent, if your children do not have Bible, sir, ma, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for your old age. That's where to start from. Family prayer altar. Deuteronomy. The Lord said, when you sit down with your children, share, talk about me, reveal my world to them. Not be watching the TV. Family prayer altar. Family prayer altar. Family prayer altar. Many people, if the TV is not your fire, it's not your oil, it's not your altar, it is the social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, WhatsApp, you are cooking, you are chatting, you are on phone. So your children, that is what they saw. That is what they learned from you. That is what you are teaching them. That is where your attention is. When there is problem, that is where they will go. That is why you see children, they, they are nowadays, the youth, when they are having problem, the next thing that they think is to go and commit suicide. Why? They learn it from the TV that you set before them. She be that TV that my mommy asked me to be watching. Anytime that somebody is in trouble, problem, what happened? They always commit suicide. So for them, they think that that is the, that is the way out. What have you said before your children? Do you say the word of God? 
I repeat again because for you to have effective family altar, the word of God is number one. Every one of you, if your children do not have Bible, yes, you bought one for them two years ago, three years ago, and that child have torn it. Go and buy another one. You used to buy, if it is textbook, you used to buy change textbook in your school, in their school, every time, every year. So why is it difficult for you to buy Bible for them? Why is it difficult for you to change Bible for them? You can change dress. Sometimes you take, take your children to, to salute, especially women, and they feast some here. The money that you used to feast their hair can buy Bible for them. So why are you not buying Bible for them? You are a wicked mother. You are a man in the house. You are not teaching your children the way of the Lord. Your children do not have Bible that they read. And they don't see you reading it. You are the arch enemy of your dad, your son. The only thing you give them is data to face on Facebook, to be watching, to be browsing. When they have problem tomorrow, they will go on the net. 1,000 ways to die. That is the solution they will find. Do you have family prayer altar where you gather together? Listen, when you put things right in that family, things will go on well. Things will go on well. I have one. I jokingly, I always tell my wife, all our Saturdays ministration, what is the scripture? Acts 1, verse 1. Acts 1, verse 1. What Jesus Christ do, and teach if you don't do it you don't teach it i have one in my house and god have helped me to breed it i can say it because if i don't do it i don't have i can't just come online to be to be saying it. i'm not the pastor in my house me and my wife we are not the pastor we are members of the church who are the pastor my children my children because they need to study the bible you don't just come and lead us and be quoting one prayer. It's my phone in 40. If I give you backhand, you need to give up and you don't just come and raise prayer. So for every ministration, they must give a scripture that back it up and they must pray a correct prayer. For someone, they must teach from the Bible. They must teach from the Bible. That is why it is always difficult for us to convert a Muslim child. Any Muslim child that converted from being a Muslim to a Christian, it is not anybody that preached. It is God that changed that person. With Cain, with they, they groomed their children in their own holy book. They groomed their children. They groomed their children. They groomed their children. They must pray. They must, everything that they must do, they must learn how to do it before they are 10 years old. So it is always difficult. They have, they have planted it in them. So when they grow up, whatever problem, they, they go back to their holy book. But you know, if you don't have a family prayer altar, there is no way it can be effective. There is no way you can teach them. I have come this morning to challenge every parent in the house. Number one, if you don't have a family prayer altar where you pray with your children, where your children see you pray, where you pray with them, not on their birthday, 
many of you, you are just fraudulent people. You only pray with your children on their birthday. Why is he going to talk about it? You may say, it's my work, it's my time. You can't, you can't be busy as me. 24 hours, I work on it. I'm always 24 hours pastor. Because of the t- different time. We have to put a structure down in the house where the prayer must be going on. They have seen me doing it. And God has given us testimony. So they, know have, they have no choice. As a mother, as a father, if your children are not seeing you doing it, they will not do it. What they see you doing is watching TV, pressing phone. That is what they will be doing. And if you don't have one where you pray every day, or at worst, at worst, once in a week, you gather them together, once in a week, either the mother or the father to pray with them. Should I tell you the truth? You are the one that Satan is using to attack their future. Should I repeat myself again? You are pastor, so does it mean I'm the enemy? You are the enemy of your child. If at least once in a week, you cannot put them together and pray for them. When you read the book of Job, the book Job, the Bible said, Job, after the children have gone out, do whatever they like. When they come back to the house, Job will sanctify them. He will pray for all of them and not all of them. And as a result of that action, Satan, it was difficult for Satan to attack them. God said, Satan, don't you see them? He said, God, is it not because you have put an edge against them? That means I'll be trying to attack the children of Job. I'll be trying to attack the house of Job. But because of what Job is doing, it was impossible. I cannot do it. God himself gave permission, authority. Satan, I'll be trying. Mother, father, if there's no time that you gather your children together to pray with them at least once in a week, you are the one that just devil is using to, to attack their tomorrow. I leave each and every one of us, including me, including you, sir, including you, ma. I leave for each and every one of us this morning with our conscience. One of the problems of our parents, one of the errors of our parents was that they did not raise us in the right way you are not doing the same thing the problem you are you suffered the problem you are going through do you want your children to go through the same the same issue what you know now if your if your parent know half of it life would have been better more than this for you so why are you doing the same error the same mistake so you want your children to go through the same problem are you a wicked parent I'm leaving us this morning. I've come this morning to challenge every parent. When we come back next week, we'll look at benefits and how to. Matthew Henry wrote, Matthew Henry wrote, Wherever man has a tent, God should have an altar. Matthew Henry. He said, wherever man have a tent, God should have an altar. Wherever there is, wherever a family dwell, a tent represents a family. Wherever you have a family, the altar of God must be in that family. Do you have one in your family? I want you to go back and think about it. And let the Holy Spirit minister it unto you. 
the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Let's not forget this week, Thursday is the last day of the month, end of the end of the month, Fiji. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Can we lift up our hand and ask the Lord God? We have, we have missed it as a parent. Say, Father, have mercy on me. Physical, spiritual, where I have missed it in the life of my children. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Now ask the Lord God to help you so that you'll be able to do the right correction. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, help me to do the right correction. Help me, O oh Lord. Thank you, mighty Father. Jesus' name we are praying. As we go into this week, may the hand of the Almighty God rest upon each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. May the Lord God help every one of us where we need to make correction. May God, may God help us to make the right correction in the name of Jesus. Every one of you that God is using to help us to partner with us, with your seed, with your offering, with your tithe, I pray for you. The fire of your, your spiritual fire, the fire of your the fire of God on the altar of your prayer may not go down in the name of Jesus. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to increase you in the name of Jesus. You are there. You have been blessed today. Why not join us? Why not? Why not partner with us this coming week? Why not say, I'm going to break that yoke. That yoke that says I will not partner with them. I'm going to put an end to it. You want to partner with us? You want to give an offering? Just send a message to plus two three four eight zero six two six eight six two double five. A sister share a testimony this month this month of august this month of august and when i saw it i was just laughing she has been trying to send a seed i'm not saying your seed will do the same thing no i'm just sharing the testimony of the sister she has been trying to give an offering for some sometimes and it doesn't work so at the beginning of this month she was able to force herself put the money together and say something and when she sent that thing I love. They gave her when she sent the the offering, the seed she wanted to send to the ministry. She said that at that place, they know they were doing uh, what do you call it, raffle. She have to pick a ticket, and in that ticket she won a meal, and she read the meal. She said, Pastor, this is a sign that my offering will be accepted. I love. She said, I send the token, and uh, they asked me to pick a ticket. I pick a ticket. And I won a meal. She showed me the food. Child, and jokingly we laugh. She had been running after a visa. She's not in Nigeria. She's in another country entirely. For over a year now, she has been running after it. One error or the other. It's either the one date. It's either an alphabet in her name. So there have been issues for over a year. This less than a week. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. I received the message that the visa will be approved. I just laugh. I just laugh to myself. I said, what kind of faith? When she gave, she said, immediately I won a ticket, a raffle, and it means my offering will be accepted. And jokingly, we laugh, and I pray for her. Within two weeks, what she was running after for two years, for, for not up to two years, for over a year. For over a year. I know about it. There are many errors. There are many reasons why a visa will not be granted. If I tell you online, you say yes, they should not grant her. But hear me. Within two weeks, a visa was granted. Only God know that offering that you are going to send today, this week. Only God know the door that God will use to open for you. 
you have been blessed, you are saying, Pastor, I'm going to do the same thing. Send a message to plus two three four eight zero six two six eight six two double five. You are on Facebook, just check the title of today's message. You see the account detail there. As you partner with us, may the Lord go every closed door against you. May God open it in the name of Jesus. Till we meet next week, Sunday, to continue family, the place of family altar. As you go, where you need to make correction, may God open your eyes to it in the name of Jesus. The altar that is not burning. May God, may, the, may God release a fresh fire upon it in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Dear father, mother, uncle, auntie, married, single, boy, girl, man, woman, brother, sister, and friend, you and I will one day leave this world and our spirit will appear on the other side. Will you be allowed to enter heaven? The only way to enter heaven is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and walk in righteousness. If you have not given your life to Jesus or you once did and you backslid it, you started living in sin, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you died for me and on the third day you rose again that I might be free from sin. Right now, I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Forgive me my sins and wash me with your blood. Make me your child and write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Sin and Satan has no more power over my life. In Jesus' mighty name, it's a new day. Amen and amen. God bless you.